Hello, warriors and battle buddies. This is Christabel Braden, and you are listening to a Battle Within podcast with Terry and Drew Neiman. Hey, everybody. Here we go with episode number 156. As always, Terry will be with us shortly. Years ago, we used to watch the Chicago Bulls play basketball quite often. At one point during the Jordan days, Dennis Rodman joined the team. The man was brought in purely for one reason, to rebound the basketball, and he was truly amazing at it. Unfortunately, rebounding is also a word that has to be used quite often in the TBI community. It is as common as the setbacks themselves are. In recent times, I feel that Terry has become pretty darn good at it, kind of like Dennis. We talk about this concept today, and Terry tells us about how motivation is the key, what she ultimately wants to achieve, and about not accepting no along the way. Along with that, Terry offers up many tools that she's used to help her in her own journey of rebounding. If you are listening around episode release time, we have something special for you. As we host this project, we get sent things to us, including books related to TBIs, and we have more goodies coming. We want to pass along many of them in the near future as we roll into March, which is Brain Injury Awareness Month here in the States. Sharing these items will help spread awareness. Also, if you review the program on Apple Podcasts or your social media channels, screenshot it and tag us. We will pick out some lucky winners to mail the books and other prizes off to. Rating the program and sharing our work on the socials really makes a difference in getting us into more ears. Also, if you're getting any kind of value out of the program and wish to help some more, please visit buymeacoffee.com backslash a battle within. We can use the help there as well. Okay, warriors and battle buddies, here we go. Let's get after it with Terry. A Battle Within is about Terry and Drew's life experiences and those of their guests living with and healing from traumatic brain injuries with an emphasis on post-concussion syndrome. The conversations are real, raw, and uncensored from both the warrior and caregiver perspectives. From time to time, medical professionals are offered as well. This platform is intended to be a useful way to create awareness around the invisible injury and to help those in the battle. Whether you are the warrior or the battle buddy, the stories and resources offered here take aim at helping you in your own journey. Join us each week for meaningful conversations that truly do matter for those affected. Let's battle together. Hello, Terry. How are you? Hello, Drew. Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I want to talk today, Terry, about rebounding a little bit, the concept of having a setback and kind of getting yourself back to center. Okay. We know, and it's pretty common, that having a brain injury is quite different than all the other injuries and that setbacks themselves are part of it. It's part of the norm, so to speak, when you have a TBI, right? Do you agree with that? Although, I think that some injuries linger and show up sometimes, too. Like, mm. it's raining, and all of a sudden you feel that old broken bone or something like that. Like, it doesn't work the same way, an old injury. Yeah, but does it kind of cripple you like a setback can? I mean, sometimes so if you're looking at, like, my broken arm, like where mm-hmm. I just recently strained the rotator cuff because it didn't heal correctly. Yeah. Like, it's not situated perfectly in the 
muscle socket, you mm. know, so it's just basically always at risk. So it can really put me back or like remember the, my right ankle that I broke where all of a sudden I just decided to, I couldn't put, bear any weight on it. I mean, while it was healed. So I don't think it's this, as frequent and as often as brain injury, mm-hmm. but I think that, you know, you do see it. Okay. So obviously what you're saying is it's not as often or as abundant outside That's of that. Just, from my body, yeah. Yeah, okay. Because I kind of viewed it as the setbacks come with the rebounding, the improvements, whatever, in life. And I've noticed, especially in your world in recent times, that your rebounding skills have drastically improved to the point where I think you remind me of like Dennis Rodman. You remember him? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Because you, you've Dennis become, Rodman. Yes. Now, for you just who don't know, Dennis Rodman was a ferocious basketball player who made a living rebounding the basketball. He won five championships. He's a Hall of Famer and was named one of the best NBA players of all time because of his tenacity. And that's me, folks. Right. <laughs> All, Come on, Drew. Yes, all based on his skills of rebounding. Now, I've been watching you these last couple of years, and when you're having a setback, you you yes. kind of get all in. I know. I knew I was going to make this a little <laughs> light today. I knew that. You kind of get like all in about figuring out ways to get yourself back to center. I'm a little right. tenacious. Yes. So I think that you like Dennis That has always been part of my yeah. personality, though. Mm-hmm. Now, right. he was known as the worm. You're not the worm. You're the pit bull. So I will speak mm-hmm. to that. One question I have that I'm curious about is, do you know at all when the setbacks are coming or do you have to plan for them? Sometimes I can feel them happening or I know that I did too much, but other times it can just wallop me by surprise. So if you know some are coming, are there certain things that you do to make it to the point where you make sure you don't have to rebound? And what might they be? I plan differently. That's always been part of this journey. Mm-hmm. I plan differently. I, For instance, I always say this. If I had to clean the house, in the old days, I would have cleaned the whole yeah, house. Right. Now I break it down by vacuuming today. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the bathrooms today. That kind of thing. Yeah, but you so vacuum every day. Let's be honest. I Well, I have to because we have two dogs and a long-haired cat. <laughs> and they're dries, Border Collie. So there you go. It's very crazy, the hair. Yeah, a little OCD kicks in. <laughs> and, anyway, but- you know, like I wouldn't combine it with other things. I know. You know, I'd break it up. Or if it's going to happen like two things in one day like that, like I want to do the bathrooms and I want to vacuum, then I might take a break. So I like, I'm very st- strategic about extending the life of the battery yes. and recharging it mm-hmm. between. Yeah, it's last four or five days, you're kind of up and down, a little fatigue, feeling great, a little fatigue, feeling great, you know. Yeah. It's, so it's sort of something where like even the patterns – aren't really patterns from what I've noticed. Like you can have a really good spell and then another spell. Well, I'm trying to do more. So I think that's why maybe my fatigue is showing up more. I'm not usually like like that, you know. I manage it well, but I'm feeling more fatigued. But I think it may be because I'm pushing myself a little bit. Okay. So Terry, as you know, before we get into more questions that I have for you, I wanted to give you a little background here. 
I've done some research because I do that every now and then mm-hmm. as I bring up a topic. And according to an article written by Flint Rehab out in California, who make metal devices and they help many folks with brain injuries, okay? Mm-hmm. Kind of get back to the right side of good. They say that there's many things that influence recovery chances. Some of the influences include age, location of injury, right? Pre-existing health conditions, mm-hmm. severity of the, in- the brain injury itself, and motivation. The motivation component, according to this article, is key, and they feel that one's ability to stay motivated and work, actually work hard at rebounding, is a critical marker for positive long-term prognosis. What say you here, Terry? I think that that's been why I continue to see some improvements here and there, because I do push through it. and You're very driven. Very driven. Very driven. And that's even in the face of being told things were permanent. I just can't. I can't. Can't accept it. I can't. Now, there's a difference between drive and motivation because there's some days where you're not necessarily motivated, but you get up and you do the work, kind of like Rodman did. Uh, <laughs> that's, I don't know if that's 100% accurate. Okay. I think that if I'm not motivated, it's really hard. I think my motivation is what gets me to go. But even if I'm fatigued, but if I didn't have the motivation, I'm not really sure how much I would do. Like I feel like, oh, first of all, I feel like motivation and caring about, not caring, but it matters mm-hmm. to me and motivation. Like those two things go hand in hand. So I'd be really motivated about something if it really matters to me. And my progress and me getting back as much as possible matters to me. So that gets me moving. I think it didn't matter and the motivation would wane. I wouldn't, I don't, not sure I would do it, Drew. I really just okay, So to be, what, what is the motivation to find that? Yeah. What are you looking for? What are you motivated to achieve? Say Do you it. really want to know? Yeah, I, say it. I would like to be almost as close to where I was before my accident. Take away the variable of age. Understood. You want to be the best you could possibly be. Yep. Kind of like Rodman, best rebounder yep. ever. And that yeah. includes, and we've talked about this mm-hmm. before, going back to work. Going back to work is a big ambition. That's a motivation for you, huh? Yeah, still want to teach. Still want to teach in the traditional Although sense? sometimes I think like, okay, not in today's world. But I don't think it's always going to be like that. When you say today's world, you're talking about because of the pandemic and everything? Yeah, that's a lot of stress. I know I don't do well with stress. Yeah, you do better than you used to do. Yeah. Even that, even when you're in stressful situations, you recover a lot quicker. Yeah, you do. But I would like to get that back. I know that might not be reality, you know, because of my memory and focus and loss of thoughts that I go. What are you, what are you saying? But you, you have know? to have big goals. Yeah, or maybe that's my. Uh, that's your misogi. It's your Masogi for this year? Maybe it's my Masogi. I have to 15% chance of getting there, don't I, Drew? Yes. And this year? Oh, gosh, no. Okay. Uh, Well, well, why am I laughing at myself? Because so maybe. Maybe in this year. Maybe. Hmm. Well, wait. Whoa. Because this year's teaching is June. Yes, it's over there. So, yeah, no. Okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe like 
long range, maybe thinking two, three years. Okay. Well, I admire you for that, Terry. And you might not be teaching right now, but you'll always be a teacher in my eyes. And since I would be like nearing actual retirement age, maybe I can do it in the form of going back and even like volunteering. In, yeah, like being in a classroom environment, some way, shape, or form, in another way besides just being the classroom teacher. Okay, you know. Yeah. Now, other than like, I kind of keep my battery charged and I adjust, so you don't have to put yourself in a spot where you're having a setback, which is forcing you to rebound. Okay. What are some other approaches that you've used when you've had a setback to get you back to center as quick as possible? Oh, well, one is my biomat. You know that. Mm -hmm. I just sit on that for hours. It has um, amethyst crystals, which help like with the mood. It has far infrared light going deep. So it's taking down my pain and inflammation. And just kind of overall making me just feel better. It just makes me feel better. So I'll just sit on that and chill with a cup of tea. Mm Because I just like thinking of pampering is a good thing. So I'm just trying to pamper myself and relax and not do as much. I guess Uh, your baths would be aligned to that too. Yeah, Epsom salt baths, the essential oils, that's always a Mm go-to no matter what. CBD, uh, lotion, because part of my setbacks is that overall pain that I get too. Mm-hmm. It's like fibromyalgia yeah. type pain. So I'll just take something internally like CBD and I'll also put it on usually my back. Okay. And maybe some other areas too. But yeah, so those are definites. Any other heavy hitters? No. I, no, I don't think so. I think that's the major ones. Yeah, I think there's one more. There is? Yeah, I think. What? I think it's like you being in the quiet dark place for a little while. Uh, I don't really go to a dark place. No, I mean dark in terms of lighting. Oh, reduced lighting. lighting. Yeah. Yeah. I could do that. Just the the simple quiet. Softer sounds, things like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you you actually look for that. I don't know if you're intentional with that or not, but you actually kind of go there when you're having rough spots. I am. Because bright lights and louder noises can be very offensive. Now, what do you do when you're having one of these times where you're trying to rebound from a setback and it's not going according to plan, what's going? Cry no. <laughs> what's going through your mind? Get really pissed off. <laughs> what's going through your mind there? Do you just like wait it out, or you sit there and go, "No, this isn't working. I got to try something else." A little of both. Why? Well, I am being half joking, half honest. Yeah. Like it does tick me off. Yeah, I know that. So maybe I'll up the ante. Maybe I'll to I'll add medical marijuana. Okay. So that that definitely ups the ante for me. Yeah. Anything else? Sometimes, Drew, I'll just go to bed early. <laughs> Literally. Just go to bed early. Like, I need more rest. I might up some of my supplements that help. Yeah, that's true. That, I got you know, one that really helps tremendously. Yeah. You like a piece of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I always say I don't want to go to any other planet because they don't have dark chocolate. They don't have chocolate. <laughs> nope. No, thank you. That's right. I know I was kind of joking there, but I know how much you like the chocolate. Yeah, one little square of chocolate. This makes me happy. (laughs) Do you believe having a positive attitude about being in a bad spot and having to find a way to rebound and that whole dynamic, do you think that that helps? Do you find like when you're in a good space mentally, you kind of 
get there quicker. I think it helps. I don't know about getting there quicker. Sometimes I feel like this isn't really a lot of control. I mean, uh, we've learned that the hard way with brains, right? Mm -hmm. But I think that if I'm not in a, if I'm in a negative space, that compounds the stress and frustration with the, which then makes matters worse. Yeah, the pain too, I think. Yeah. Mm. So I try to stay away from that because of that. Yeah. What helps you to do that? Is it your tea and your biomat kind of all the things we yeah all the mentioned? things we yeah mm-hmm. oh let's not forget chiropractic because okay. that is huge for me yes. I have three different chiropractors and that's huge for everything for me I would never do this journey without them no well, that's true and because there's times where you're in a bad way you had a setback that you actually need their help yeah yeah that you actually have to go in for more or less an emergency uh, visit. Yeah, it's important that back. my chiropractors can do emergency visits. That's a good point. I had forgotten about that. Yep. Yeah. Do you think that the rebounding from the setbacks remain as something that can elude you and be inconsistent in the way that it affects you? Uh, yeah, I think that it can elude me. Uh, I never think that I'm smarter than this brain injury. You know, I have to stay trying to be as close to possible. On top of it. You have the utmost respect for it now. Yeah. It wasn't always the case. Yeah. You used to think that you were going to kick his ass and push through. But now you have to learn to live, coexist, I guess, right? Yeah. In some ways. So, yeah, it can. I'll be like, oh, gosh, really? I kind of thought I had a handle on that. Now that's back. What? Okay. So, yeah. To that first part, and I forgot the second part. The second part was like, is it inconsistent in the way that it affects you? Or is it when you have a setback, you pretty much like you go through the same types of things? I tend to do the same things because they have worked. Unless my bag of tricks. Yes, but what I'm asking you is the setbacks of themselves. Do they present themselves in a different manner or do they always present where you have the chronic pain and the fibromyalgia type oh no they're completely inconsistent sometimes some are the similar but yeah like sometimes it would be like okay today i have a headache oh you know migraine today Mm. i have you know extreme fatigue and coupled with the the pain overall pain today i'm irritable you know and emotional going up and down up and down like i used to do you know it's that while you're going through it that is a setback. Yeah. And that you need to get back to center. Not always. Usually. Yeah. Because uh, the symptoms are similar, but not not so much so when I'm be, just being cranky and irritable. Okay. And then I have to think about it. I'm like, why am I so, so sharp fused? And obviously, I'm, it's because I'm, my brain is drained and I can't handle anything. Yeah. So I have to remember, ah, okay, you need to... We, I mean, we just went through that recently mm-hmm. in a car ride, remember? I yeah. like, chewed your head off. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let's just agree not to talk. And yeah. I put my headphones on and my earplugs because I knew I had to, I had to recharge. To pipe it down, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. It's honest. It's transparent, which that's what we try to be around here. Yeah. So, okay. Do you think that this is something that you will be able to fully overcome? That's my goal. In, in my head, I need to believe that and believe that because I need to believe that. So I will not listen to anyone else telling me that that won't happen. That will not be discussed in my presence. (laughs) 
Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because true, because then your words become you. Your thoughts become you. All that, I'm already defeated then. No, I like the bite. I don't think you're, I don't think you're as far along right now as you are if you don't have the drive and the bite that you do. I really don't. I'm okay with that. I just didn't know what your thoughts were on that. Do you find that the frequency between the setbacks and the rebounding is longer or not as often? Do you have to do this? You have more good patches than bad? Definitely much further apart than in the beginning. And because I am Terry Pro, Terry's setbacks. Yeah. um, Kick it into go gear, attack it. That's why I call you Dennis Rodman. (laughs) <laughs> pretty quickly and I get a good handle on it faster than I did in the beginning because I was just like grabbing at straws. Yeah, now you attack it. When you start going down like feeling bad, the ones that you know are coming on, you are all over it. Like yeah. you're like like all over it like Drew get out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta fix this. Over it's it. funny because not everyone really you're like the only one who really gets to see this, you know, a lot. A well, that's lot, why we're talking about it. Very, very few people get to see the the Terry that's fighting. It's probably normal. Mm. So any words of wisdom, Terry, before we uh, hang it up for tonight, for those out there struggling, any words of wisdom for them from your experiences that may be helpful to them? I mean, obviously we're not doctors, right? Well, but you could talk from your experience. But that's experience. what I would say is yeah. everyone's different. Your experiences are different. What works for me is not necessarily going to work for you. It may, mm-hmm. but it may not. So you know you better than anyone. I've said this before. You may get recommendations from doctors, but it's not a requirement. Yeah. It's a recommendation you know. And I'm not telling you just tune to, to them out and not listening. I'm just saying there is no one, including doctors, that knows better Mm -hmm. for yourself, like what works. You got to be your own advocate, and this is on you. Take the ownership. Okay. Are there any things that that you tried that just simply didn't work for you that might help somebody else, do you recall? For me, there was a few things that I just – didn't stick with, but I don't want to trash anything. No, I'm not saying trash. No, because some of them were like literally mm-hmm. certain treatments and yeah. I, and they okay. might work for someone. So I'll just leave that. Okay. It wasn't the floating, right? Remember one time you did the <laughs> I like floating? that floating. The floating? <laughs> we went into a, the flo- the Epson uh, salt floater tanks. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird experience that was. <laughs> that was hysterical. <laughs> well, I didn't it was like sight and sound deprivation yeah and i just kept pushing off on the front and the back and kind of playing and i'm like i really don't think this is the purpose to be in here playing like a toddler but (laughs) so that was a good example of something that didn't help you because you had hopes for it well might have helped me like i might have gotten a lot of magnesium (laughs) that day (laughs) who knows well that's true all right i have one final thought before we we hang it up for today i know that you would kick Dennis Rodman's ass (laughs) in rebounding in this way. That I am certain of. True. Yes. Nobody is tougher than you in this way. That's not true. Yes, it is. Okay, but thank you. I thought you should know that. So, Dennis Rodman, if you're out there listening. (laughs) ah, Challenge. (laughs) I'm challenging challenging the worm. (laughs) Yes. It's a little fun. I like the theme of it because that's what it reminded me of. 
you know, <laughs> okay. watching you attack, you attack and trying to rebound, get back to square. It did remind me of that. And I just thought it would be fun to kind of tie it in. That's all. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Terry? That's it for me. All right. Say goodbye to the good folks out goodbye, there. Bye, good folks out there. All right, folks. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you next time around. Notes and resources for this episode are available at abattlewithin.com backslash 156. Take care. Bye-bye. Connect with us at abattlewithin.com and on Facebook and Instagram at abattlewithin. If you would like to be featured on the podcast or know someone that you think should be, please reach out to us in the same places I mentioned a second ago. You can also leave a voice message on our recorder on the homepage of the website if that's your preference. Got any ideas for episode topics? Reach out with those ideas as well. If you like what you're hearing and want to support the program, the best way to do that is to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcast, even if you don't use it to listen as your platform. It helps us to get into more ears. Links to do so are in the episode notes. Be sure to check out our Battle Within swag shop on the website at battlewithin.com backslash swag. Until next time, for those healing, show yourself some grace. For those who know someone healing, show them the same and give them a great deal of love. Keep battling, folks. Bye-bye.